0: First John, chapter 4 and verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Try the spirit, whether they are of God. Because there are many false prophets are going out in the world. We're going to title that this morning, The Way of the Spirit. Jesus came. Baptize us with the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament, no one had the Holy Spirit. They had it up on them and not in them. No prophet could ever say, I say. They ought to say, This saith the Lord. But when Jesus came, filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he said, I say. I say. How many, want God wants us to imitate him? Ephesians 5 tells us to imitate God. and If we're going to imitate God, we're going to have to talk like God, we're going to have to walk like God. You say, what if I don't feel it? You do it anyhow. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I don't. I've been told this by Christian, If I don't feel it, I don't do it. You ought to have been in the Navy. <laughs> you ought to have been seasick. You ought to have to go up to the reefer deck, which is far the part of the ship. You had to take readings every hour. Especially when you were sick and had to carry a bucket with you. Well, I'd have stayed in bed. You'd got a court martial. You got hard labor. Seasickness was no excuse from doing your duty. God has a plan for my life and your life. Amen. There's some evil spirits in this world, there's some false prophets, but there's one true prophet, and that's Jesus Christ. You need to try the Spirit. There's a way of the Spirit. Solomon said, I'm amazed at the eagle in the air. Proverbs. I'm amazed. I watch him. I watch how he soars. How many know that eagles don't fly? They don't fly. They soar. How do they soar? They catch the wind, which is a type of the Holy Ghost. If we're going to soar with God, we're going to have to learn how to catch the wind. We're going to have to learn how to get the anointing in our lives. And I'm coming to the place in my life, or I have come to the place in my life, this on fire today needs to be on fire every day. You've got to have the wind. Solomon says, I'm amazed how they soar in the air. Proverbs 30, 18 and 19. The eagle soars. He stretches out the wing. And catch the wind. The wind is a type of the Holy Ghost or the Spirit or the Anointed. That's why He could soar. And the Bible says, You shall mount up its wings as eagles. We are to be soaring. And blessed. How many feel blessed in the Lord? You're blessed in everything you do and everything you touch. John three and eight said, Jesus said this, when the bloweth wind bloweth where it will. You cannot control the wind. King James said it bloweth where it listeth. You can't control the wind. You have no authority over the wind. It can blow. The wind blew in my life one day when I really wasn't seeking God. I didn't know nothing about church. I didn't know nothing about the Holy Ghost. But when the guy was preaching, I tell you, I didn't go seeking the Holy Ghost. I felt I was lost and undone without God I cried in that altar and the man told me later that prayed with me said when you walk past me said I said he'll never get the Holy Ghost he's too mean can you imagine him praying with me and feeling like that I want you to know I'm going to share with you the wind can blow where there's undoubt fear and worry because he has come and died for you and died for me to save us from this untoward generation If you've been saved, you ought to shout hallelujah. I'm telling you, there ought to be a roar in the house of God, what he has done for us, and what he's going to do today. What he's going to do today. He said the wind's going to blow where it wants to blow, and nothing you can do about it. He's going to blow. Ephesians 4.20 says, Paul said, you have not yet learned Christ. The word Christ means the anointed one. You have not yet learned how to flow with the anointing. We got to learn how to go in, Brother Michael, and we got to know how to come out of the anointing. We got to know when to, how to start and when not just keep going because the wind is blowing. There is a revival right here in this city. Amen not from what I'm hearing I'm hearing some good things but what I'm hearing in here amen little boy flying his kite and man looked up and said what are you doing said, I'm flying my kite he said I don't see it up there he said but I feel it tugging I mean you can feel the spirit of God tugging in your life feel him in your life the bible said in the day that Uzziah died you talked that it was a terrible time the king had died Isaiah was changed, probably didn't know what to do, but he went to the house of God. And there in the house of the God, the cherubim was flying with six wings, two covering the eyes, two covering the feet, and two flying with. Scholars said he was under, the cherubim was carried along by the Spirit of God. The doorposts began to move. How I many you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? There ought to be something flying inside of us like never before, Lord the wind. Paul said, you have not yet learned Christ. Everything that is not of God, we should rebuke. The Bible said, you add to your f- faith virtue, means power. How I many you know we got to have power in this life? When the Holy Spirit come, he gets you what? Power. Unlimited power. Brother Melvin, I really thought, and I told somebody when you were dancing over here, I said, he's fixing to break and run. I don't know why he didn't. But he told somebody, he said, I have never danced like that in a long time that I can remember hardly. I want you to know God puts a dance in your life, fire in your soul. He ignites you when you don't think you can be ignited anymore because he loves you and he don't intend to turn you loose, you ought to shout, God is not going to turn me loose. He's not going to let you go until he gets through with you and there's a point in time that he's going to get through with you. Then you're going to go off up yonder. The wonderful things of God. Hallelujah. I know we're living in bad times, mostly because I've been told. I try not to watch that stuff. i say tell you that. that uh, but people seem to gather around me and want to tell me what they've been hearing on that television. I want to tell you what I've been hearing. <laughs> I've been hearing from heaven. I've been hearing him talk to me in the closet. Hallelujah. Brother Julian said Wednesday night, A.A. Allen's wife locked him in the closet and said, Now, don't let me out. But when he knocked on that door, said, I want out. She unlocked the door. She seen something that changed in his life. One hour in the closet would change any man in the presence of God. Come on, church. You've got to learn to be still before God. You can't be bundling around and have the presence of God. you got to get still before God and give him your holy attention. You ought to read about A.A. Allen. Have you read about him? Awesome ministry that God gave him. We may not know how the spirit works at all times, but I know he's in here. I know he's in here. The apostle age had one of the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I don't want to talk about what happened yesterday in the book of Acts. I've had some Gentile people said, I wished I'd have been there. I said, it wouldn't have done you no good. They wouldn't let you in because you're a Gentile. You couldn't get into Acts 10. How many of you go that God let you in? Brother Plum, you say, I'm so glad that God let me in on this. I tell you this most wonderful thing that you ever had in your life for God to let you in. On the wonderful things that he's going to do. He's going to do. There was extraordinary influence. There was conversion and enlightenment. This is the day of the true Spirit of God. A double portion. How many are ready for a double portion? You got to want more, you got to desire more. You get to hunger for more, and you shall be filled, shall be filled until you're running over. Many false prophets in this land, many false spirits, this world's in a turmoil like we've never probably seen before in my lifetime. But I want you to know there's a God. Amen. He's not disturbed. <laughs> he, he doesn't have to take two Tylenol off and to go to bed on. <laughs> Amen. He knows what's going on, and he doesn't worry. Him. This Bible is full of stories in the Scriptures, and not only that, this world right now is the same. is full of wonderful, dynamic stories that's happening right now in this world right now that's in this Bible. And I'm gonna share some with him this morning. God never got upset because something wasn't right. How many of you know there's a flaming ministering spirit around you right now, around your children? Flaming ministering spirits. Jacob had left home. Esau was after him. He knew if he caught him, he was gonna kill him. But he ran out of strength in the wilderness and laid down with nothing but a stone under his head. And all of a sudden, he saw angels descending and ascending and saw Jesus at the top of the ladder. Hallelujah. How many believe it? we need to start seeing things like that? People say, well, that was them then. This God hasn't changed. The same God then is the same God now. Hallelujah. Twenty-one years later, God said, I want you to go home. But you're going to have to go to Bethel first. There's time you and I need to go back to Bethel. We got to go back where we first found the Lord. We got to go back and get renewed. And then you're going to see greater things. He saw greater things when he went back. The city was a surrounded Shut in, Brother Melvin. They was eating dug dung, eating donkey heads, cooking their own children. I tell you, I don't know about you, but that's a devastating time. But God was there. God is the present help when we need him. I've been sharing with you, you don't need to be calling on God. He's already inside you. He's ready to work a miracle that you can imagine. All you need to do is just let him do what he wants to do. Elisha said about this time tomorrow. How many know this is the day of salvation? Jesus said the kingdom of God is now. Where is the kingdom of God? It's inside of us. The power of God is inside of us. If God made Abraham the father of nations and the father of faith, how many believe he can make you what he wants you to be? He's in here to do that. Amen. And Elisha said, about this time tomorrow, there's going to be enough food to feed everybody. And one man said, ain't no way if God was to open the heavens that that can happen. The prophet said, you will see it, but you won't eat it. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope I'm on the right track. You may see it, but are you going to be able to consume it? You may see it in others, but are you able to consume what God has given us? Hallelujah. Everybody knows that story well. Some people tell me sometime when I'm talking to them, well, I've heard that story over and over and over again. They just want to need to hear it again and again. <laughs> Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. You can't get faith no other way. You can't get faith but reading a national best-selling book. It won't give you no faith. The Word of God is the only thing that will give you faith. Nothing else is going to give you any faith. We all know that story. God used four lepers. How I many believe it, if God used them, He can use you? A clean temple, He could use you. And they went to walk out. It sounded like an army coming. I mean, you know, when you get in touch with God, he's going to make your enemies scatter. I don't know whether this is true or not, but I was raised on a farm, and that's true. But they used to talk about a jointed snake. You could hit it with a stick, and it would just shatter and go all different directions. I don't know whether that's true or not, but they said after a while, it had all come back together. I don't know whether that's true or not, but I know from the Word of God As they walked, it sounded like a mighty marching enemy, and the enemy ran off. Hallelujah. How many believe there's abundance waiting for you right now today? There's abundance right now in your heart, in your life, right now. The power of God in your soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Elisha was surrounded by a large company of the enemy. They have come to get him. And his servant said, what, Elisha, Elisha, are we going to do? Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes and let him see what's around us. flaming." going to do. There is a revival right here. There is a mighty move of God right here. I understand it's happening in Kansas. back Kentucky. Thank you. Kentucky. Hallelujah. Praise you the Lord. I want to start to take my time. And the Lord, I'll tell you, we want to work today. I felt it during the song service. I felt it in the Sunday school class. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to put down every spirit that is not like Christ that speaks to us. This drunk, he was a reprobate, they said, and he got saved. He went to work, and they really killed him and talked bad about him. He said, do you mean to tell us that you're one of those Christians that believe Jesus turned water into wine? He says, I believe that. And they just really, really killed him. But he said, let me tell you something, what I do know. I didn't see that, Sister Linda, but he said, I want to tell you something, what I do know. In my house, he turned beer into furniture. I had not seen the water turned to wine but I've seen beer turn to furniture. is not that an awesome statement that he could see the beer had turned and furnished his house. Oh, glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God can take anything and turn it into your favor just that quick. Just that quick. Hallelujah. Isn't that a good statement? Praise God. How God can change a person. Wonderful thing. The highest spiritual revival this world has ever witnessed has never yet been seen. It's gonna be here. What I may don't mean here in this church altogether, but I mean in America. You say, Well, I don't know, it's gone too far. I'm gonna share with you if I have time. When America looked like it gone too far. But God is still up there I don't care how you feel like And what you think God is still there God is still in your life Oh hallelujah Hallelujah Glory to God Wonderful things that happened today Just mention a few We don't have time to talk about Some of the rest of them But God is real and alive today Amen let me share with you something about 1801, the Cane Ridge Revival, Cane Ridge Revival. The Bible just broke out. I understand it just broke out up there in Kentucky. It just broke out. It broke out in Cane Ridge. They had no pulpit, they had no singing, but they had the wind. If you got the wind, you can have a pulpit and not have God. You could have singing and not have a miracle, but it just broke out. They took their axes and cut down trees and made a pulpit and made pews. Some of them preached from the stump. Some of them preached from the tailgate. Now, watch this. Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, and Catholic, all alike, preached one message. You can find this in the care of all ills books. Pre- preached one message, and that message was Jesus Christ, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You say, well, it never will happen here. The same God called it to happen there is the same God still alive today. He's still in control of a man and what he can do with a man. God can control anything he sets out to control. Thousands upon thousands. said we've seen as many as 500 at one time just fall under the presence of the Lord and the Holy Ghost was filling them to the full how many believe we need to be full of the Holy Ghost God just broke out he just broke out and they thought America was ruined God is still God. He's still God. I'm going to share you another story about that. How many would like to guess what happened after the mighty revival? America began to prosper. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to prosper where we can evangelize the world. He wants you to be blessed in every area of your life. This has really been on my heart here lately. When they carried the ark down at Obed Eden's house, everything in his house was blessed. If the presence of God is in my house, my house should be blessed with all the things that blessed Obed Eden because God has not changed. He's still the same. He's still alive. He's still full of power. All these things, something good is going to happen today. The revival in 1857 restored integrity to American government and also all of Americans' affairs. You say, well, I don't know how that can happen today. i tell you how it happened. God puts his hand in it. When God puts his hand in it, I tell you the eman's going to flee things are going to get right when God puts his hand in it. And here's what began to happen in the revival in 1807. They tell us, historians said America had not had a revival since 1907. How many believe it's time for us to have a revival? It's time for us to see things like we've never seen it before. It's time that God has not changed. In 1807, something miraculous began to happen again in America. Battleships, As they got close to the shore, the Holy Ghost fell on the ships. USS North Carolina, the battleship, the Holy Ghost fell on them so strong, they fell out and talking in tongues. Before they even got to the shore, the power of God was so strong, they began to fall out and talk in tongues. The Spirit of God was upon them mightily. Because God was still the same God that He was in Acts 2. He has not changed. and he's not going to change. The world is changing. I don't know about you, but I love change. I love it. Mm-mm-mm. My spouse don't. <laughs> she, she, she don't like change. We asked Keith and Gina to go to Texas County the other day to eat with us on our anniversary. And it was raining, sort of cold like. And Gina said, oh, aren't you glad you're not riding in a wagon? I said, yes, I am. I'm so glad I'm riding in a heated car. It's just smooth roads. Amen. If it wasn't for change, you'd rode a pit here day in a wagon or even you'd have walked. I'm telling you, you're blessed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, y'all feel like shouting today? You feel like shouting because God is so good? Oh, he is so good. He's good all the time, Hooker used to say. In your worst crisis, he's still good because he's going to make a way out. He's going to make a way out. We won't go no further with that, but there's a lot more to it than that and all of that. But I do want to share this with you. Her, her name was Mrs. Chet He had a son named Eugene. And he come home one day and said, Mama, my leg's hurting. She examined him, said, I don't see anything wrong with it. He said, it's hurting, Mama, and said, okay. And it got worse. Weeks go by. She carried him to the doctor. I don't know all the big names they used about his bones were deteriorating. His leg, one leg was growing shorter instead of growing with the other one. He was in terrible condition. They said, "We'll put him in a cask. They put him in a cask, and after a while, they took it off and put another cask on him but nothing was chained and they fitted with braces I think it weighed uh, 13 pounds I believe it was not weighed 15 pounds steel braces weighed 15 pounds she visited another church was not hers she was not familiar with the worship she was not familiar with the construction of the service but she was impressed by it so she decided to go back to the next service and take Eugene with her oh they couldn't get in. They had to stay in the lobby back there. But all of a sudden, Sister Linda, something began to happen inside of her. How I many you know it just takes one touch of the master's hand to cause something to start happening in your life? Eugene had done asked Mama, I said, couldn't we just take these braces off? Can't we go back to a cask? She said, no, son, we can't. But something, I mean, you know, when you feel something, you're going to have to act on it. We're going to have to learn to be a doer of the Word and not just a hearer of the Word. We've got to do the Word. When God told Moses he'd never performed a miracle in his life, when he said, throw down the rod, he immediately threw down the rod because he believed God. How many believes God? What he says is true. He can't lie. And he's not going to change his ways because his ways are good ways. And she carried him in the ladies' lounge. Said Eugene, you stay right here. She went back outside, Sister Barbara, and she asked one of the ushers, Can you find me a screwdriver? He said, Yes, ma'am, I'll be right back. She got got him a screwdriver, her a screwdriver. She went back in that lady's lounge and began to take them braces loose. Brother Keenan would take them loose one by one and lay them on the floor laying on the floor, when that last brace come off, he said, Mama, I'm healed. I want you to know the presence of God can heal you right where you're sitting. He is God with all power, all authority in heaven and in earth is subject to him. Subject to him. I'm healed. She took him back to the doctor. They x-rayed him, run all kinds of tests on him, said, could, could we use this as an example in our doctrine and telling people how God still heals? How many of you know he still heals? Yeah. He still feels with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He's still God, regardless of what the world thinks and the way she's reeling and rocking under the terribleness we're in. I tell you, God. Brother Ken, I used to love that song. There's a miracle coming down the road. I don't want to hear that no more. I want to say the miracle's in my house. It's inside me. He's working day and night. Amen. The scripture said he blessed those that did not seek to be blessed. Abraham did not seek God. I believe you need to seek God. I believe you need to do it God's way. But Abraham didn't seek God. God just showed up. His brother Melvin and I was up here walking back and forth this morning. I, I, I didn't tell him, but I said, God, make us what you want us to be. Make us what you designed for us to be. What you would have us to be. I said, God, you said you're no respect to person. You made Abraham the father of faith and the father of nations. Make us make us the Bible said except the God builds the house we labor in vain unless he keeps the house we labor in vain it's God that has to do the keeping he has to do the making Brother Michael Taylor this guy's name was George Orr we're talking about things that just happened recently not too many years ago he worked in a steel mill Are you familiar with that worked in a steel mill he seen something. Him and his mate was about to happen, a vat or whatever. I don't know. Blew up, and he he seen the, the hot metal coming toward him. He put his hands over his eyes to cover his eyes. But it was so f- fierce, it went through his hand and went through his eyelids into his eye, Blind him in one eye and almost blind in the other one. Went to specialist and they said there's nothing to be do. It won't be but a while you'll be blind in this other eye. He went 21 years blind. They tried to get him to go to the place that they heard there was a healing service going on. He wouldn't go. They why? Why won't you go? He said, I hear a lot of people gets prayed for. Nothing ever happens. I've never seen it, so I'm not going to go. If we would have been God, we would have flipped him off. <laughs> You know what I mean? How many know God? <laughs> it's not true. And one night he told his wife, said, I believe I'll go tonight. When he got there, the evangelist got up said, I'm not going to preach on healing and I'm not going to pray for no sick tonight. I'm going to preach evangelistic message. He said there. Service was over with usher that brought him in come to get him and help him back out. He told the usher, said, uh, I'm sort of wobbly. Anybody know what it means to be wobbly? I'm, I'm wobbly. He said, well, I'll help you. He wobbled his way to the car, not knowing what was going on. He just knew he was wobbly. But as he was going home and his wife was driving, he happened to begin to notice the sign that he'd never seen before. When he got home, and went, in, he didn't tell his wife when he got home, he went in the house, he said, Honey, I can see. Just sitting in the church service where the presence of God was in, I mean, you know, we need to have the presence of God in the church service for a soul to get saved, a soul to get healed. Nothing's going to do it but the power of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He has all power and doubt and fear and worry. When you don't think nothing's going to happen, he's going to prove to you who he is. Tears come in her eyes. I said, honey, can you really see? He said, yes. She said, that little old clock crossed the room over yonder. Can you see that? He said, yes, I can see that. Can you read it? And he said, yes, I can read it. She said, what time is it? He told her, and she broke down and cried. I want you to know God is still real. In a church service, he can save to the uttermost. He can heal. He can deliver. He can set the captive free. He can draw you closer to Him than you ever thought was possible. We're not as close to God as God wants us to be. He wants us close to Him. Close. Things like that is happening today. Happening all around us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. very wealthy businessman his wife was an alcoholic she was hard to get along with she's just c- contagious he couldn't get along with her he was thinking about divorce but he felt something i mean you know you need to entertain what you feel and i'm not talking about the booger man now i'm talking about <laughs> hallelujah The runner came and told Jerry, says, Your daughter's dead. Don't bother the master no more. We're going to have to learn how to put down every spirit that's contrary to the Word of God. Until we learn to do that, we're never going to see the miraculous power of God in our lives. That devil, he's a sower of evil seed, doubt, fear, and worry, and anxiety. And that's what Paul meant. You have not yet learned Christ. The anointed one that has the power to put down everything, destroy the yoke. He's not talking about a yoke on an oxen. He's talking about things that comes against you that's not right and hinders your miracle from God. He began to walk in his house every day. He began to call what he wanted to see in his house. He began to call what he wanted to see happen in his house. He began to call his wife was going to come, overcome that alcoholism. Day in and day out, he did this. He just kept right on doing it. You said, how long have we got to do it, Brother Billy, until you see what you're asking for? And I know that Christianity really in, in whole don't believe that but I'm here this morning, we're going to have to change if we want to see the change of the power of God. We're going to see the anointing of God in our lives like we've never seen before in our lives. He just kept walking and kept talking, kept walking and kept talking. And one day, one day, he saw just a little change. He saw that she'd slacked off on the alcohol. He saw she wasn't quite as contrary as she used to be. He just kept walking i tell you, you got a little step now. This thing is working, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's working, hallelujah. Well, it won't work, Brother Billy. Have you tried it? Have you tried it till you feel it in your feet? You feel it in your bone? You feel it in your heart? He kept on saying it, kept on doing it, until one day she quit the alcoholism. He never opened his mouth against her, and she become, oh, they had a wonderful marriage thereafter. I'm telling you, God. I tell you, I'm trying to break my habit of that. But God can change anything if we'll work it His way. If you work it His way. Well, Brother Billy, I just don't believe in that. <laughs> Maybe you ought to try it. My mama, mama, I'm sorry. She would not eat shrimp. Excuse me. I said, Mama, why don't you want to eat shrimp? She said, I don't like it. I said, have you ever tasted it? She says, No. I said, How do you know you don't like it? He said, She said, I know I'm not gonna like it. So I'm not I mean, I know I listen, we got to believe what God says and do what God says do, whether we feel it or not. The just has walked by faith, amen. You don't walk by feeling and by sight, you walk by faith. Jesus told Jairus says, only believe if you'll just believe, if you'll just believe. Oh, God, if you'll just believe. Jairus saw his daughter raised from the dead. You got to put down every thought, every feeling that is not of God. You say, how did I know that you got the Holy Ghost? You discern it. You put it down. Only believe. Billy. How many of you ever talk to yourself? Oh, you got to do believe. All things are possible to those that believe. These signs shall follow all of those that believe believed, he believed. God bless you for being here today. There is a revival right here. Huh? Well, Brother Billy, when is it going to get here? Now. Now. scholar says, if you keep saying, I know God's going to heal me, you're never going to get healed because you keep saying I know he's going to instead of agreeing with the word I am healed well I don't feel it you keep saying it verbally Dr. Benson many years ago said if you wanted to work quicker for you instead of just thanking him when you thank it and say it it will come to pass quicker That's what the medical field says. Amen? When is a revival going to happen? When? Now. Now. The kingdom of God is when? Now. God bless you. appreciate you. The way of the Spirit is marvelous. God bless you for being here.